for more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the fourth inning here at Miller Park in Provo, Utah. Pleasant spring night. Pleasant results so far for BYU fans. 2-1 Cougs over the waves. And leading off the fourth is the guy who was in the batter's box to end the third. That's Aron Maudlin. He was in the box when BYU back-picked base runner Wyatt Young to end the inning. Brings Maudlin back to the plate, and he stripes that through the four-hole for a single to right center. Cole Gamble cuts it off, throws in, but reaching on a leadoff single is Aron Maudlin. He reached on a fielder's choice in the first, and now singles here in the fourth. Yeah, it's one of those tough ones where they have him overshift as a pull hitter because he's hit maybe two to three balls to the right side all year on the ground. And what does he do there? Hits one right in where Penny probably would be normally, but gets a single out of it. John Peck is brought to the plate. The number the four hitter, the cleanup hitter, John Peck, hitting second in this inning. Leadoff single for the Waves of Ron Maudlin. He's at first. Easton Walker with a square from... John Peck, and he fouls back the bunt attempt into the screen for strike one. BYU's won 9 of 12 overall. Coming into this game here tonight, playing well late in the season. They won 5 of the last 8 in the Waves series. Squaring is Peck. Before Walker even delivers. That's... Did he catch it? He did. It's called strike on the square attempt that doesn't hit the ball. It's no balls and two strikes. Yeah, just bunted right through that. You don't see that very often. Yeah. You might see the hitter, you know, foul tip the bunt, but not just bunt right through it. So strike two. And we'll see what Peck chooses to do. Having struck out in the first, swinging. Squared twice, now puts the barrel of the bat over his right shoulder and waits the 0-2 from Walker. It'll be high for ball one. Nice jump up by Abe to keep that. Wow, that was a heck of an athletic play there by Abe to get out of that crouch and fully jump up as high as he can to keep that from being a pass ball. So the high pitch from Walker on no balls and two strikes goes to one and two. Runner at first is Aron Modlin with a leadoff single here in the fourth. BYU two, waves one. The righty walker delivers. Foul ball back to the screen. Stays one ball, two strikes. Easton Walker, a whip of 1.23 coming in two tonight. Averaging just under a strikeout per inning pitch to 0.97. Faces the right-handed hitting. John Peck. Easton against righties was... Saw them hitting 243 against him coming in two tonight. 1-2. Chop foul down the third baseline. Stays 1-2. Yeah, Peck's doing a good job of battling off some good pitches. When you're up 1-2 here, you want to put him away. It's Walker's 46th pitch he just threw. We're in the fourth inning. BYU two runs on five hits, waves one run on four hits. John Peck hits with a runner on first and awaits the one-two. Easton working on the first base side of the rubber. Grounder to Brock Watkins, quickly to Pintar for one. They go to first and got him! Double play for the Cougs. The 6-4-3, well turned. 
The Cougs have their second DP, or first DP of this night, second DP on the game between the two teams. It's two out here in the top of the fourth. Oh, what an athletic play by Freddie there, too, to stay on the bag. Been a couple of nice plays Freddie has at first that way. So the 6-4-3 double play erases both Maudlin and Peck. It'll bring up Justin Lutz. Well, you love to face this guy with nobody on base. That double play is huge. With nobody on base in the second inning, Lutz went yard and went street in center field. For the one nothing Waves lead, BYU's since answer with two. They go up 2-1. to one. All the scoring happening in the second inning here tonight. Two balls and no strikes to Lutz. They just cranked one. Give the Waves the lead. Home run number 13 for Lutz. The total bases leader. Adding four more bags to his tally in the second inning. The 2-0. With two out, no one on. Ooh, and a check swing foul off the fist. It'll be two balls and a strike. There's no one on because of the 6-4-3 DP. So BYU is 6-4-3 in the fourth. Pepperdine had a 4-6-3 in the first. For BYU, double play number 32. For the Waves, double play number 28 on the year. The 2-1, the two out, base is empty. Swing and a miss. The count is even. Two balls and two strikes to Justin Lutz. That was a pretty hefty hack yeah, from Lutz there. I mean, he absolutely is trying to hit it out of the park for an extra base hit every single time. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that. 2-2 two, two, with two out, no one on. BYU's up 2-1. to one. That's fouled out of play over the canopy here at Miller Park. The other Miller Park tenant, the BYU softball team, is in the Tempe Regional of the NCAA Tournament opening play tonight. Down 5-1, top 5 to Virginia Tech. The 2-2. With two out to Lutz. Easton Walker holds the ball in his glove at his chest. Looks into Abe for the sign. Rears back, kicks and fires. That's off the fist, fouled out of play near the BYU bullpen down the third baseline. Stays 2-2. Two and two. Every time he swings the bat, it makes me nervous, Greg, because <laughs> even with two strikes, he is taking hacks. He's not getting cheated up there. The runs leader, home runs leader, and doubles leader for Pepperdine. Number 34, Justin Lutz. Has a gator around his neck. And that second inning home run ball was socially distanced over the center field wall for the one nothing lead. Elite BYU since erased, leading 2-1 to one here. We're in the top of the fourth, and that goes full on the ball from Easton Walker. So three balls, two strikes, two out to Justin Lutz. Solo shot for Lutz is the lone run for the Waves tonight. The Waves in all gray, BYU in the white pinstripes tonight. Full count. Foul tip. Foul back to the screen. We stay full with two out. We're in the top of the fourth. First game of a three-game set between the Cougs and the Waves. We'll do it again tomorrow night, 6 p.m. First pitch once again. Before a Saturday matinee here in Provo. The 3-2 delivery from Easton Walker to Justin Lutz. And that's a walk. Just so. down. 
a well-earned walk there from Lutz. And that's the first free pass issued by Easton Walker tonight. The first walk issued by either pitcher. Yeah, just missed down. And, I mean, that's a good miss there. Don't want to leave anything up to Lutz. You've already seen what he can do. Yep, two-out walk to Lutz. Brings up Reese Alexiatis. Alexiatis flied out to center in the second. It's now in the fourth. He's the batting average and on-base percentage leader. The right-handed hitter, Reese Alexiatis, takes strike one from Easton Walker. The 0-1 will be coming up with two out, one on, top four. Freddie Achikar and Justin Lutz having a casual conversation at first base uh, before Lutz takes his lead. Well, and he flew out his first at-bat to about as deep as you possibly can to get an out. That's away and didn't catch the outside edge. It's ball one. One ball, one strike from Easton Walker in his final BYU start. The righty Walker on the hill. Again, working first base side of the pitcher's rubber. The right-handed hitting Alexiatis awaits the 1-1. Two out, one on for the Waves, who trail by one. 2-1 in the top of the fourth. That's piped in, but ball two. Well, I like the adjustment here this inning that Easton's made to keeping the ball down. When he's missing for balls with fastballs, they've been down. It's a great place to miss to an offense like this that really enjoys hitting the long ball. Batter sitting 269 against Easton with runners on this year. A runner is on first. The off-speed delivery fouled back for two balls and two strikes. Even count with two out. was a 77-mile-per-hour offering that was fouled back by Alexiatis. Has a streak of reaching at 11 consecutive games coming in two tonight. Flight out to center, as Tuck noted again, in the second inning. Hits now in the fourth, 2-2. And right up the middle, on the ground for a single that will hold Lutz at second. Oh, they go back, try to get him off of second, but he's diving back safely. But first and second, two out. Lutz advancing on the sharp single to center from Reese Alexiatis. And so Alexiatis extends his reached safely streak to 12 games here tonight. Right back up the middle. So a single by Alexiatis. And with two out, the Waves have placed two runners on base. That's hit number five for the Waves. Hits even five apiece. The run tally in BYU's favor, two to one. Now the right-handed bat, Ryan Johnson, the RBI leader. Grounded out 3-1 in the second. Hits now in the fourth with two out, two on. And the Cougs up 2-1. And ball one from Easton Walker. We always talk about the two-out hits, right? It's about who can get those two-out RBIs in. Cougs got their one today to get two RBIs, and now Pepperdine has a chance to tie this thing up with one herself. Johnson hitting 333 with runners in scoring position. He's got a runner in scoring position as he lifts it to short left field. McIntyre ranging over and makes the catch, and the Cougs are out of the fourth inning. So for Pepperdine, in the fourth, no runs on two hits. There were no errors. There were two runners left on. We go bottom four, BYU two, Pepperdine one on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom four here at Miller Park and Provo. First game of the three-game set between BYU and Pepperdine. And BYU's one win in this weekend away from locking down a winning record in WCC play. Cougs coming in 13-11 in league. 
The Waves 9 and 12. Joshua Cowden leads off the four, bottom of the fourth for BYU. BYU's right fielder tonight for just the third time this season. Cowden singled and scored in the second inning. Scored on a two-run double from Peyton Cole. Cougs up 2-1. Off a 1-0 count. A swing and a miss from Josh Cowden to 1-1. One and one. Yeah, good changeup right there. Running away. Josh already four hits this week. Three on Tuesday against Utah. And leads off the second tonight with a single. Now hits in the fourth. So one for one is Cowden tonight. After a three-hit night on Tuesday. Well, one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to throw Josh a fastball middle in right now because he's really seeing the ball well. In fact, he has three hits in two of his last four games. And how about two for two? That's a single up the middle. So Cowden's at first. So both times Cowden's let off an inning tonight, he's ended up singling. And the first time he singled, he scored. We'll see how he does here in the fourth inning. A single to center, and Cowden's at first for Freddie Achikar, who struck out in the second, hits now in the fourth. Former BYU football offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach Norm Chow is in the stands here tonight, as displayed on the BYU TV app broadcast this evening. Empty count, no one out, runner on. For the left-handed hitting Freddie Achikar, who takes strike one from Brandon Llewellyn. Llewellyn's gone all the way. We're into the fourth inning. Bottom four, BYU two and Pepperdine one. Waves opened up on top with a solo home run from Justin Lutz. Take a one-nothing lead top two. That two-run double from Peyton Cole. Plated the Cougs answer in the bottom of the frame. 2-1. Cougs lead here in the fourth. The 0-1 to Freddie. The Cougar first baseman. A square, but a pull away on ball one. One and one to Achikar. Freddie tonight making his 22nd start at first base. This is a spot here with the Lutz having to hold on Cowden at first. That you would love for Freddie to roll over into the four hole here so Cowden can go first to third and get an inning going here. Cowden takes his lead off first, throw back to Josh. Last time you, Josh was on, they pitched out on him. Well, and they picked over a few times, too. Uh, there's, well, I want to know what scouting report. They, may, maybe they must seeing. have thrown yeah. seven times yeah. over to first base on him tonight. I'm trying to figure out what what's going on <laughs> there. The 1-1 to Freddie when it does come. And there it is. Off speed for ball two. Mid-70s. Llewellyn steps off. Rubs the ball with both hands and climbs back on the mound for the 2-1 delivery to Freddie Achikar. Freddie and his teammates in the home white pinstripes tonight. Holds the bat on his left shoulder and takes for ball three. So Brandon Llewellyn, yet to offer a free pass tonight. He has allowed six hits. Five singles and a double. No walks yet. Might see a 3-1 hit and run here. Faces in the crowd, former BYU baseball coach and AD Glenn Tuckett is also here at the building, the building tonight. As it's fouled back into the screen by Freddie for a full count and no one out. Three balls, two strikes to Achikar. Josh Cowden is at first after a leadoff single to center here in the fourth inning. BYU 2, Pepperdine 1. Cook's looking to win a fifth straight home series against the Waves. They've won every WCC series at Miller Park so far since the Cougars joined the league. 
Elsewhere in the WCC tonight, one other league series. Portland begins a series at San Diego. Santa Clara and St. Mary's have begun a non-conference series. It'll be a four-game series this weekend, and there'll be not league games. That's chopped with Cowden on the run. That was Freddie swinging and fouling back down the first baseline. The count stays full three and two with Josh on the move. So you're saying San Diego's playing tonight? They are. They started their series with Portland tonight. That just makes me laugh. They're the ones that complain a ton about having to play BYU on a Thursday. So, But it's okay to play a different team? They've got them tonight, at least according to the league schedule. They, they have got them to tonight. win. They have to win. They start the weekend in second place in the WCC. And that's Freddie Achikar striking out for out number one on the 3-2 delivery. Yeah, went to a slider there and just caught the inner half. Freddie thought it was inside, but the umpire thought otherwise. So a backwards K after a frontwards K for Freddie in the second. So two Ks for Achikar on this night. Two-game lead for Gonzaga starting the weekend in WCC play. The Zags 17-4, USD 15-6. And those two losses may end up coming courtesy of BYU and all said and done in their chase of the Zags. And that was our goal when we went there, Greg. Be a spoiler. Yep. We'll bring up Abe Valdez, the right-handed hitter with one out and one on here in the bottom of the fourth. Well, not and Noel and delivers high for ball one. Not only did we t- put them two games out of first place because they were tied with the Zags at the time, their RPI jumped like 40 spots after playing us and losing two to us at their place, which basically knocked them out of any at large, you know, at large opportunity. Yep. So some work to do. Six games remain in league for both the Zags and the Toreros. That's hacked foul down the third baseline by Abe. One ball, one strike, one out, one on. Bottom four. Joshua Cowden is the runner at first base. The Cougs lead 2-1. to one. And obviously now that I've seen every team in the league this year yeah. live, the Zags are legit the best team in the league. They just they play defense. They pitch. They are clutch hitting. They just have all phases, and they're really good. They're so good they got a chance to host a regional, which is something that this conference hasn't done in a long time. Again, the pitch out on Cowden. Tucker, we've, this, is our, this is our 23rd game I think uh, we've called this uh, year. And, that's our uh, second, second pitch, pitch out. out. They've yeah. both been in this game against Josh Cowden. Oh, it's so good. Uh, the, they're reading, I think, maybe possibly hit and run right there. Yeah. I, I Two balls and you. a strike, one out, and Cowden remains at first. Valdez digs in, swings and misses with Cowden on the run. And, of course, he takes off that time. I yeah. love it. I love the back and forth. It's fantastic. Did they kept, kept, catch a piece of that? Yeah, he fouled it. So yeah. foul tipped it. So it'll send Cowden back to first. Abe was swinging and missing, but he caught enough of it for a foul tip. It'll put Cowden back at first, but he was on the move. Two for two on a stolen bases on the year. Count is even with one out. Abe takes a deep breath, steps back in. Poises his bat over his right shoulder and awaits the righty delivery from Brandon Llewellyn. Back to Cowden they go. He's a speed demon. Pitch outs and he's throwbacks. A speed he's got him worried. I will say this. He's he's not slow. He, he's not your typical catcher speed. He, he actually, once he gets going, he really runs well. It's just he doesn't have that, like, burst explosion. Normally a catcher. Josh is starting tonight in right field for BYU. And Cowden's reached safely in eight consecutive games. Two for two tonight. Five hits on the week already. 
after a three-hit effort against Utah on Tuesday night. 2-2. The count, one out, one on. Cougs up one. Llewellyn kicks and fires. Dave gives it a right to left. Is it going to be inside the pole? It is just foul. Home plate umpire walking up the line to make that call official. Scott Latondra says foul ball. Abe, nearly a two-run home run to the left field corner. Just foul. Yeah, it definitely was. He got the call right. Abe looking for his first home run of the season. Almost had it. Uh, with his family in town yeah. for senior senior weekend. Count stays two and two with one out and one on for Abe Valdez. Josh Cowden at first. In the bottom of the fourth. Llewellyn winds up and Abe was stepping out. Time was called. Oh, huh. Was it? Yeah, he, he, he gave it to him. Cowden takes his lead at first. The long-haired Llewellyn comes set as Valdez waggles the bat over his right shoulder. The 2-2. Takes away for ball three. Full count and one out to Abe Valdez. Brandon Llewellyn has yet to walk a batter. He struck out three. He's allowed six hits, two runs, both earned. BYU two, Pepperdine one, bottom four. Counted at first. Valdez awaits the full count. The kick and fire, a swing and a miss. Strike out the throw to second. Gets into center. And Cowden's going to go to third on the throwing error. So it's a strikeout for out number two with Cowden on the move. They throw to second, don't get him. Gets past two fielders into center field. And Cowden ends up going first to third on the strikeout. Yeah, it's going to be a double play interference, though, Greg, because Valdez landed over the plate on the strikeout, and so he touched the catcher when the catcher was thrown to second. So he's called out, and the runner's called out for the interference. So it's going to be basically a catcher's interference double play. So we thought Cowden would be at third. Not the case. They call interference, and that's two outs on the play and three outs in the inning. So that is the end of the fourth inning for BYU in the bottom of the fourth. No runs on one hit. There were no errors and no one left on. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Pepperdine top five. Two waves one. First batter of the top of the fifth is Charles Messino, and he's one and one from Easton Walker. BYU was never above 500 at any point this year. The waves were above 500 one time at uh, 11 and 12 on the year. 11 and 10, beg your pardon. 11 and 10 after two wins at St. Mary's. They've gone 6 and 12 since. Come into BYU at 17 and 22. So both teams five games under 500. Cougs 21 and 26. The 2 1 from Walker. Swing and a miss for 2 and 2. To Charles Messino. Cougs had the prospect of getting back to 500 if they won out this week, but the loss to Utah on Tuesday took out that possibility. As that's hit in the air to left field, coming in is Mitch McIntyre, makes the catch on the run. 
well done by Mitch. Nicely done. Good read there. When you look back at the overall record, Greg, you, you just think of how many of those close one-run games were games that we had lead, uh, leads, you know, six innings on that, you know, we, we couldn't even hold on or whatnot that you just, man, those are the big difference right there in, you know, having maybe two or three or four wins above 500 right now. Yeah, about a third of BYU's games will end up being one-run games this year to this point. Strike one delivered on the take from Joe Caparis. 17 one-run games. And this is the 48th game being played. So you're going to play 50, roughly one of every three be a one-run game. It's the win-loss in the one run. Eight and nine. So losing record in the nail-biters. That's one of the big reasons BYU is where it is right now. Yeah, if you just take half of those games, right, and you flip that... That, that, there's your difference. And, and and one of those was to the, the Zags, who is leading the league, and then close one to San Diego late, and all of a sudden now you'd come down to this last weekend where could be yep. just a couple games difference. Two balls and a strike to Joe Caparis. Struck out looking in the third. Hits now in the fifth. With his team trailing BYU by a score of 2-1. to One, one out, 2-1 on the count. Bases empty to Caparis. Hits it in the air Gotta to go right. Got to go get it, Cowden. Josh Cowden running toward the line and makes the catch hey. in foul territory. Hey. There he is. Diving to his knees. He's not a regular right fielder. He can do it all. But he made it play like a right fielder there. Nicely done by Joshua Cowden in foul territory down the first baseline. And that's two out for BYU here at the top of the fifth. Yeah, he had to go a long way. Nicely done there, Cowd. So Capris. Flies out to right after Messino flew out to left. And Joshua Cowden making just his third start in right field. A nice play made for two out. I mentioned the Cougars cannot get back to 500 overall, but they can finish above 500 in league with just one win this weekend. And that's stripe between second baseman and shortstop. Just on the first base side of the second base bag for a two-out single from Wyatt Young. That's what he does. He loves to go right back up the middle. Top of the order. That's second second consecutive single up the middle for Wyatt Young. He singled in the third and singles in the fifth. He's two for three tonight after a 6-3 ground out in the first. Ended up being picked off of second in the third for the last out of that inning. Looks like we have a little cloud hanging over us, Greg. A little bit of rain coming down. Everyone grabbing their jackets. Huh. As Billy Cook hits with two out. Shouldn't be much of anything. I look behind us to the west and clearer skies and brighter skies there. There's one little cloud above us. Billy Cook singled. Was retired on a 6-4 ground out as part of a fielder's choice. And then grounded out himself 5-3 in the third. So Cook is one for two. Awaits the 0-1 count with two out and one on here in the fifth. Almost halfway through here at Miller Park in Provo. BYU 2, Pepperdine 1, our score. The 0-1 from Walker. Foul mm. tip. Caught somebody behind the plate. They've got the umpire right in the mask. No balls and two strikes. Two out, one on. BYU 2, Pepperdine 1, our score. The Wave scored first with a solo home run in the second. Cougs answer with a two out, two run, 
Peyton Cole double. Make it 2-1. to one. The 0-2. It's a big spot here just because he can do so much damage. Put him away right here east. Cook takes ball one. One ball, two strikes to Billy Cook, the WCC player of the week. Tied for the home run lead in the WCC. But he's also tied for the lead on his own team with Justin Lutz, who hit his 13th in the second. Cook and Lutz, 13 home runs apiece. Cole Gamble, pretty good hitter, has 10 to lead BYU. The 1-2 from Easton Walker. Righty kicks and fires and high for ball two. So from 0-2 to 2 and 2, even count. Two out and one on here in the top of the fifth inning. BYU 2, Pepperdine 1. Pepperdine picked to win the WCC in the preseason. Six first place votes. BYU took one first place vote. Picked to finish fourth, right? 2-2 the count. To Cook. The wind-up and delivery. Foul ball back to the screen. We stay 2-2. Two and two. On, a normal, on a normal year, Greg, top four is all that matters. Yep. But uh, that was taken away from these guys this year. BYU would be battling Portland for the fourth-place finish, at least the fourth-place finish. Both teams tied 13-11 and 11 in league coming into this weekend. But the WCC canceled the league tournament back in November as that's delivered low for ball three. Full count and two out here at the top of the fifth. The league canceling the conference tournament in Stockton, so only the regular season champion is guaranteed a postseason play, and that's Gonzaga right now leading by two games late in the campaign. And again, at-large prospects are very dim for anybody not named Gonzaga. A full count here. Runner will be taken off. That runner's Wyatt Young at first base. They play behind Young. He leaves as that's away and outside for ball four. So second walk issued by Easton Walker tonight. So Easton is a walker there as he gives Cook the free pass. Second base on balls from Easton tonight. Going to second is Wyatt Young. <laughs> Two out, two on for the Waves here in the top of the fifth. Aron Modlin reached on a fielder's choice in the first and then singled in the fourth where he was stranded. Both teams even on hits with six. BYU leads two to one. First and second for Modlin. Modlin hitting 255 with runners in scoring position. 271 on the year overall and takes ball one. Easton Walker just delivered his 82nd pitch here in the fifth inning. Well, in the way the ball is flying today, yeah, outfielders are playing deep, and so a single that gets through the infield is definitely going to be a run here to tie this thing up. Young at second, Cook at first. Modlin in the box. The 1-0 with two out. Walker comes set. And delivers ball two. So 2-0. Two and oh. And Easton Walker's final start as a BYU Cougar. We projected at his final appearance as he's into the 80s here. There was that weekend in San Diego where he started Thursday and then tried to close things out for BYU on Saturday. 
Two balls, no strikes. And strike one. The take from Iran Modlin results in a 2-1 count. On deck is John Peck. So Peck on deck on an 0-for-2 night. He struck out and 6-4-3 DP grounded out. We'll see if they get to him here. Two balls, one strike, two out. We're in the top of the fifth. And two runners on for Aron Modlin. Right-handed hitter, righty thrower. Swung an outside pitch and fouled it back to the screen. We stayed two and two. And now you get into strikeout mode right here. E. Go to work here. Leave that runner in scoring position. Pepperdine playing in Malibu with no lights plays obviously a lot of day games. And they've played 31 day games, just eight night games. Their ninth night game of the year. They're two and six under the lights this year. Count is even two and two. We have two out, we have two on for Pepperdine. Cougs up 2 1. Hit in the air to left, deep to left, and over the wall and left. A three run home run, and Pepperdine takes the lead by a score of 4 2. A three run shot from Aron Modlin. Home run number four on the year. RBIs 19, 20, and 21. That was a rocket to left, and the waves are back in front. Yeah, got an inside fastball there that he just absolutely turned on and just barely snuck over the wall in left center. Uh, tough break there. Good swing, though. All the Pepperdine runs tonight scoring on home runs. Solo shot in the second. Three-run jack in the fifth. Empty count. Empty count and a single past the diving second baseman Andrew Pintar to the first base side of second for John Peck. And four consecutive waves have reached with two outs. The first two batters of this inning flew out to left and to right. Since then, single base on balls, three-run home run single. And Easton Walker's up to 88 pitches now as A. Valdez goes out for a conference with Easton. The long ball that's hurting Easton tonight. Like you said, all four runs have scored on the two home runs. And it's still a 4-2 ball game, but uh, now you're facing a guy who took you yard his first at-bat, and you walked him his last time, so you got to go to work here. Home runs 6-7 and seven on the year, allowed by Walker, and Mike Littlewood may not let Easton go anymore tonight. Coach Littlewood's coming out to the hill, and... I believe he's made his call. We'll have a pitching change. Let's take a 60-second break. Houston Walker's night and BYU career may be done as we take a break. Pepperdine 4, BYU 2 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. For a pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Easton Walker's night is done here in the fifth inning. He went four and two-thirds. He leaves with his team trailing by a score of four to two. It'll bring in the left-hander Cooper McKeon. Cooper making his 23rd appearance, second busiest pitcher on the roster. Only Reed McLaughlin has more appearances with 24, so McKeon making his 23rd stint. ERA 5.79, record 2-1. and one. Batters hitting just 175 against Coop, though, who averages 
about one and a third strikeouts per innings pitched. 31 Ks in 23 and a third of work. And Coop did pitch just Tuesday. 22 pitches against Utah. He pitched effectively. One and two thirds. No hits. No runs. One base on balls. Has struck out three in one and two thirds. And you can usually count on Coop to ring up some Ks when he hops in. Yeah, you can. He's a strikeout pitcher. Fastball slider guy. He'll get up to like 93 miles an hour. But uh, like you said in the numbers there, walks can get him a little bit. He's he's not afraid to walk some guys. His walks have been better of late. They had a ton early in the year, but uh, he's a spot. He's a guy that we trust in big spots. And uh, there's another one here to, to shut this inning down. 19 bases on balls in 23 and a third for Coop. Southpaw on the hill to face the left-handed hitting Justin Lutz. Lutz solo home run on the second base on balls. Stranded at second in the fourth. Hits now in the fifth with his team up two, four to two. It was a solo home run by Lutz to give the Waves a one-nothing lead. BYU got two in the bottom of the second to go up two to one. But then a three-run shot moments ago from Aron Modlin. Put the Waves in front four to two. Peck followed with a single. He's at first with two out. Everything happening with two out here for the Waves here in the fifth. Kick and fire by Coop on an 0-1 count. Fouled away for strike two. So, no balls, two strikes. Coop comes in and gets quickly ahead of Justin Lutz. So, lefty v. lefty and a strikeout guy. We'll see if Coop can ring up his first K. In his 23rd appearance of the season here tonight. Yeah, go back to that, uh, that slider down and away here. Get your swing and miss. No balls, two strikes, two out, one on for the Waves who lead BYU 4-2. McKeon comes set. Good and there it is, the strikeout. The caught-looking strikeout. So, putting the K in McKeon as the Cougs get out of the top of the fifth. We are halfway home here in Provo, but for Pepperdine in the top of the fifth, three-run score on three hits. The big hit is a solo home run. There were no errors. There was one runner left on. Through four and a half, it is Pepperdine 4 and BYU 2 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Brock Watkins is the first hitter for BYU in the bottom of the fifth. Hits it to his positional opposite, Wyatt Young, who makes a charge on the grounder to short and fires to first for one out in the bottom of the fifth. Watkins is retired by Wyatt Young on the 6-3. We have one gone here, bottom five. Yeah, hit it to the backhand of Wyatt Young, but uh, he just makes every play and make that one look real easy. So one out for Peyton Cole. Cole has driven home both BYU runs tonight. It's with one out in the bottom of the fifth. Kind of touching seeing the BYU TV replay of Easton Walker with uh, his teammates hugs in the dugout after he comes out in the fifth. And that's it for Easton, isn't it? Yeah, I really wanted to see him get a win to finish out his career. Such an amazing kid. Swing and a miss by Peyton Cole. It's no balls and two strikes. One gone here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Peyton Cole with that two out, two RBI double in the second inning. Helping him bust up a little 1-for-11 rut, making his first start in a week. And making a count so far. Takes ball one, one ball, two strikes to Peyton. Back at the hot corner, making his 20th start of the season at third base. The 1-2 with one gone and no one on here in the bottom of the fifth. 
chopper, slow roller up the line. The first first baseman handles with his foot on the bag, and that'll be two out. Justin Lutz rolled right to him. No work to do there, but just let it roll into the leather and make sure your foot's on the bag, which it already was, and that's two gone. Yeah, in front of a change up there, just rolled it over right to the first baseman, standing on the bag. Greg Rubel with Tuckett Slade, your commentary duo for the final time this season. We have games tomorrow and Saturday, and that'll do it for BYU Baseball in 2021. 50-game season, Tuck, and and for the most part, you applaud BYU uh, for getting through and still was a COVID season for, you know, most of it with the normal protocol concerns, and the Cougs kept themselves in good shape, got themselves through 50. Yeah, it's been a, it's been amazing. Uh, it, the job this this group has done to stay COVID free in this spring. Not one positive test all spring. The one out of Mitch McIntyre. We're back to the top of the order. A take there for a strike one. One and one. Two out. No one on. Brandon Llewellyn. Llewellyn's gone all the way for Pepperdine as he delivers outside for. Ball two. Two balls and a strike. Two out to Mitch McIntyre. The two-one delivery forthcoming. Llewellyn coming into tonight. 2.88 ERA. A 2.17 average against. Has pitched effectively. Looking to get through his fifth inning of work. His long outing is five innings. As McIntyre stripes that to right. And that's going to be over the wall. Into the pines in right field. That's a UCCU home run. As BYU makes it a one-run game. Mitch McIntyre gave that one a ride to right. It is four to three solo shot for Mitch McIntyre. He did not miss that slider, did he, Greg? That ball was absolutely laced. Home run number two for Mitch solo shot. BYU within one. That home run brought to you by UCCU. We're getting a mortgage is seriously fast and super easy. You just fill out an easy application right on your phone or computer. Learn more at uccu.com slash seriously fast. And that home run left the park seriously fast to right field into the trees. BYU within one at four to three. The Waves lead it. BYU now three runs, seven hits. The Waves four runs, eight hits. Brian Call hits with two out. 0-1. Lifts it into foul territory down the third baseline. It'll get out of play for 0-2. So no balls, two strikes to call from Llewellyn. As I was saying, Llewellyn's long outing was five innings. He's through four and two-thirds. But didn't get the third out before Mitch McIntyre left the park. Ah, good for Mitch. Senior weekend as well. Now we expect that he's got a, with the COVID year, he can come back next year. And we're planning on him coming back. If he doesn't get drafted, but uh, that's a nice home run right there. One ball, two strikes on the take by McIntyre. Mitch, two for three tonight, by the way. Single in the first, flat out to center in the second. And no one was going to keep that in the yard in the fifth. Home run to right for Mitch. The one-two to Brian. Wisely takes for ball two. So from 0-2 to 2-2, and we have two out, no one on, bottom five. And BYU trailing it now, but by a score of 4-3. to The Waves did score first in this one. Cooks answer with two. Three by the Waves as that's going to be 
looped and looped, but into the shortstop's glove, who backs into short left center to make that catch. So, little pop-up by Call. He's 0 for 3 tonight. We go to the top of the sixth inning for BYU in the bottom of the fifth. One run on one hit. It's a big hit. Smith McIntyre's solo home run to right. There were no errors and no one left on. After five complete, it is Pepperdine 4, BYU 3 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Leading off the sixth, D.H. Reese Alexiades for the Pepperdine Waves. Alexiades facing Cooper McKeon. Grounder to Watkins, ranging to his left, fired to first and one out. Oh, you love getting those first outs with one pitch. Brock Watkins, a 9-21 fielder. Coming in two tonight. Has been involved in a 6-3 ground out, a 6-4 fielder's choice retirement, a 6-3 ground out, a 6-4-3 DP, and a 6-3 ground out there. Brock has been busy tonight. One out. Empty count. And Ryan Johnson, the right fielder, hits on an 0-for-2 night. 3-1 ground out in the second. And a fly out to left in the fourth. And that's ball one from McKeon. To Ryan Johnson, the RBI leader for the Waves. So RBI leader, but not hitting it really well. Two for his last 20 is Johnson. One ball, no strikes, one out. Here in the top of the sixth. Coop fires. That's laced between short and third in the left field for a single. But as I mentioned that he's two for 20, you can make it three for 21. Johnson singles with one out here in the top of the sixth. I'll bring up Charles Messino, the left fielder, hitting in the eight hole. Messino grounded out 6-3 in the second and flew out to left in the fifth. Steps in here in the sixth with his team leading BYU 4-3. Cougs are in another one-run game right now. As we talked about earlier, 8-9 and nine is BYU's record in the nail-biters. Breaking ball in for strike one from Cooper McKeon. Tuckett, what about uh, Coop's arsenal? Yeah, Coop, fastball slider is what, what he goes to. Up to 93 on that fastball and that slider, power slider, 80 to 83 mile an hour. And that's what he likes to go to against left-handers. Power slider was in from 82 miles an hour for strike one. The 0-1 with one gone. Here in the top of the sixth, left-handed hitting Charles Messino against the lefty Cooper McKeon. And missing everything there is Messino. So 0-2 now for Coop. It's just so hard to see. He throws it out of the same angle as his fastball. And so hitters think, i got to gear up for 93. And then here comes this, you know, 10-mile-an-hour difference. But for a slider in the low 80s, that's really good. 81 that time for 0-2. The runner on first is Ryan Johnson. Lefty v. Lefty here. Coop kicks and fires. That's away and got away from Abe Valdez. It'll bring the runner from first to second, Ryan Johnson. So advancing on the wild pitch. Yeah, you hate that because now the double plays out of out of order, and now you have a chance with the runner in scoring position. Tried to spike a slider there, and Abe couldn't get around it. Uh, took a crazy hop on that replay. One ball, two strikes, one out, and now a runner in scoring position for Charles Messino. His team's up four to three. Cougs were down 1-0, went up 2-1, went down 4-2, and now made it a one-run game 4-3. A swing and a miss and a strikeout. A drop third strike. It'll be firing to first base. Ooh, a little high there, but 
Freddie jumped up and dropped the foot down in time to make sure that Messino's officially retired. Yeah, well, Abe did a good job of blocking that slider, but then he had to clear out of the way because Messino was running down the first baseline on the inside there, and he had to hold the runner from trying to take off to third. And then a quick throw, a little high, but uh, we've seen how great uh, Atchikar is at first, you know, yeah. making the... He's been acrobatic so far tonight. Exactly. So two out and a runner on second for Joe Caparis, the Waves catcher. 0 for 2 tonight. Hitting 208 on the year, but a better hitter with runners on and with two outs, and that's the situation right now. Two out and one on. The 0-1, though, to Caparis. Struck out in the third, flew out to right in the fifth. Pepperdine 4, BYU 3. The 0-1, two out, one on, top six. McKeon glancing back at Johnson at second. Delivers away for ball one. One and one to the nine-hole hitter, Joe Caparis. Caparis is three for his last 21. No homers on the year. He plays on a team with two guys at 13 homers each, Lutz and Cook. And Lutz has gone yard tonight with a prodigious blast out to the street between Miller Park and the Marriott Center. The 1-1 with two gone. A take for ball two. I thought it was a strike. Looked good. And Abe held it, and Coop wanted it, but neither one got it. I don't know where that one missed. Close. Close pitch. Two balls and a strike. From the top of the sixth, Coop's down one. The wind-up and delivery. A reach-out and a foul out of play down the first baseline. Two balls and two strikes. So an even count with two out. Pepperdine losing record on the season at 17-22. and 22, But a winning record when they score first, and the Waves did open up on top tonight. They're 10-7 and seven when they score the first run, as they did here tonight. Going up 1-0 in the second. Cougs answered quickly. They'll go, go up 2-1. Waves erase that lead with a three-run home run. And that's blooped into right. Hops in front of the right fielder, Cowden. Coming around third to score. The Waves' fifth run is Ryan Johnson. The wild pitch ends up haunting BYU here in the sixth. The single to right from Joe Caparis. It's an RBI single, and the Waves lead 5-3. to three. Yeah, And they usually do. Wild pitches and errors usually come back to haunt you. And that one, bloop single to right. Two out knock when had he... Still been on first. He probably just goes first to third, and now you have a chance to get out of this inning still. But uh, I'll pitch, and they get the big two-out knock. Nothing Cowden could do in right about Ryan Johnson scrambling home to score. So runner on first now and a runner in here in the sixth. The Waves have scored in back-to-back innings. Three in the fifth, one in the sixth. Waves 5 and BYU 3. Top of the order now. Wyatt Young on a 2-for-3 night. Singles in his last two at-bats. Singles up the middle. Takes 1-0. Takes 1-1. Wyatt Young hits with protective goggles on. Protective glasses. The 1-1. Two out. One on. A half offer, but uh, nope, held it back and for ball two. Cooper McKeon is on in relief of Easton Walker. The righty Walker replaced by the southpaw McKeon. 
Coop is about to throw his 20th pitch in relief. Kick and fire. And that's ball three. Three balls and a strike to Wyatt Young. Well, you don't want to face the guy on deck with two guys on. Guy on deck is Billy Cook, player of the week in the WCC. A one for two night with a base on balls. He has scored a run. He's the slugging percentage and home run leader for the Waves. Wyatt Young is no slouch. Stay he gets a chopper, it'll go foul. You wanted it to stay fair because yeah, Freddie was in fair. position. It's those little things right there, the little small nuances of the game that if that stays fair, you're out of this inning, and now you got to make another pitch to this really good hitter. Full count now with two out, and the runner on first, Joe Caparis. Caparis, an RBI single make it 5-3. Five runs, ten hits for the Waves. Three runs, seven hits for BYU. Wyatt Young. The hits leader for the Waves. Second in batting average and on-base percentage. Just caught looking. The backwards K, Cooper McKeon. Strikes out Wyatt Young to end the sixth, but an inning that sees the Waves plate one more. Four Pepperdine in the top of the sixth. One run on two hits. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. It is Pepperdine five and BYU three. Bottom six next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. New pitcher for Pepperdine is the right-hander, number 28, the six-foot-four, 185-pound junior, Jack Baird. Baird. In the game, the first batter he will face is Andrew Pintar for BYU righty hitter Pintar, and he lines that to Wyatt Young, and the catch is made just above the turf. A line out to short, but a dipping ball at short that Young handles just above the artificial surface for out number one. All you can do is hit a ball hard. Great play there by Young. So why Young ended the BYU fifth by catching a pop-up. He starts the BYU sixth by catching a line-out. One out for Cole Gamble. Gamble looking to get back in the groove. He had that hit streak going and went 0 for Tuesday against Utah. And he's 0 for 2 tonight. A 5-3 ground out and a strikeout. He's BYU's slugging percentage, home run, RBI, and doubles leader, Cole Gamble. Hitting 275 on the year. Swings and misses there after a one-ball delivery. So one ball, one strike, one out, no one on for BYU bottom six. Cooks trail Pepperdine by a score of five to three. Cooks were down one, they went up one. Went down two, got within one, down two again they are, five three. Popped up into short left field. Shortstop goes back. Left fielder comes in. Left fielder handles it. That's Charles Messino hauling it out number two at the bottom of the sixth. So Cole goes ground out, strike out, fly out. On an 0 for 3 not so far. Josh Cowden. He's 2 for 2. We can't get him out. 3 for 5 on Tuesday. And 2 for 2 tonight. Josh Cowden's average rising to 235 now on the season. Josh. 
quarter to second, second to first, and that's a quick one, two, three inning for BYU. So a line out, a fly out, and a ground out. And the Cougars are out of the sixth. We go top seven for BYU, the bottom of the sixth. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on base. After six complete, Pepper 9-5, and BYU 3 is our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.